can talk about the fact that Kanye wore a $30 jacket to Met Gala. Pamper, pamper him for all that hard work. Can I please quit that job? Rhonda, Rhonda. Yo, yo, what's good, Hoops fans? This is Craig Lane Irons, and we're back here for episode two of Running with the Pack, the official Southern Huskies podcast. Here in the studio with me tonight is the one, the only man, the myth, the legend, the shoes himself. It's B Like Mike. And we're going to catch up with him and find all the hot gossip. Let's get it. What I want to ask about is B Mike's likes. B Mike's likes? Yeah. Life? No, likes. Oh, okay. You've been in Hobart a little while now. What are yeah. B Mike's likes? What are some oh. hot spots? What are <laughs> What are my spots? What do you want to do again? What What have you eaten at? What have you visited? Yeah. What have you seen? What sticks out in your brief time so far in well, paradise? I'll, I'll definitely go to Mona. That's a, that was sick. Take my family there when they come to visit. So you've been already been it was brief it was only, we were there for an hour that's just that's not, a, not, not enough. enough time that's not enough time we were rushed it's actually funny though when we went the guy uh he recognized my accent he's like oh uh where are you from and i was like oh i actually just moved here he's like oh okay he's like where are you living i was like lindisfarne he's like can you like prove that anyway i was like honestly no i was like i have my medic my medicare card i was like that proves i'm australian or whatever and he's like oh okay because it's free for for tazzies tasmanians so you call it tasmanians tazzies tasmanians sure so a lot of people use the word taswegians but i don't know why (laughs) uh jordan had to pay because they they didn't they just thought they just thought he was i don't know someone visiting and so he was so max i think it was like 30 bucks he was like this is a waste. 30 bucks for an hour. This is stupid. He, he's like bagging on the artwork and everything. Um, but let's see. Okay. I, I tell was me about Mona. Let's talk about Mona some more before you tell me your other hotspots. Well, I love the fact that it looks like the Batcave. You're going to underground, which is cool. Um, so you went down that spiral elevator. Yeah. yeah. I But I studied um, business and art in school. So... I'm all about art. Like I could literally look at paintings for just hours. Like it's so it's so entertaining for me, um, and and it's fun. I like value that that type of work and stuff. I do think there were things in there that I don't know were edgy, which was what art art supposed to make you like feel a certain type of way or or just feel anything, right? Or think about it. The worst thing you can do is get in front of a piece of art and have zero response, even if you hate something. At least it's at least you hate it yeah exactly right so i guess i guess it's funny you say that because they had like a a little section like a room where they had like some photography but they were doing weird things in the picture and i was like i don't understand that like it's not physically like attractive to look at like it doesn't like it's not appealing to look at and then it doesn't it doesn't really make you question anything it just made me like dislike it which i guess is like what you're saying it's a reaction you got some reaction it's better than seeing something and then just moving on yeah you know which is about the worst thing you can do i reckon but the coolest thing i looked at um was that like have you seen that oil mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. was insane so we just were looking at the top and we're like like what is that and then we went down and i'm standing in line and i was like what exactly are we doing in here and he's like he's like oh it's oil and i was thinking like it was kind of sludgy like 
you know, gooey, and then he, like, blows on it, and it ripples the whole thing. I'm like, this is insane. He's like, yeah, just don't, you know, touch it or anything. Uh, what I'm interested in knowing is about your art history. Art history? Yeah. Sure. That's what I'm interested in knowing what about. Do you, what do you want to know well, about it? because you tell me you paint. Paint, and you tell yes. me you could stand around in Mona and look at art all day. Yeah. I want to know about that side of you. Gosh, well, see, in high school... You in, in America, you have the choice. At least in my high school, you had the choice. You could either do, I think, what they called they called it like the wheel, or it was your electives essentially. But you could, you would, you'd switch it up like every quarter. Okay, so you could do wood shop one qu- one quarter, and then you could do robotics, and then whatever. And so you could switch it up every every quarter: painting, ceramics, and then. But when I was in high school. My mom wanted me to do choir. She really wanted me to do that. So my my freshman and sophomore year, I, I did choir as a class. Yeah, as a class. So my freshman year, like as a freshman, you have to be in all boys choir. So I was in all boys choir, which takes up in that you have to do that all year long. So you don't get to like be in ceramics, be in painting. So I didn't know if I liked that stuff. I didn't know if I was good at it. And then sophomore year, same thing. Um, but sophomore year, I made uh, this advanced choir, so I, it it took up two classes throughout the day. So then by my 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 junior year, my third year, you have to have sixteen like accredited credits to play college basketball. So I had to drop choir. I, I hated it, by the way, but I had to drop it and do all my like math, my English, all that like in my last two years in order to be able to play college basketball wow. so i never got to experience like art and all that stuff i just kind of thought oh i wasn't good at it because i couldn't really like draw very well but i can draw when i look at a picture and so when i went to college quick uh, side note before you get to college yeah what was the worst song you had to sing in choir worst song uh probably some like we would sing like weird like hymns and yeah. just for like church music sometimes work. Yeah. yeah like at the, i remember we had like a christmas concert and we had to sing like these weird christmas hymns type thing it gives a few riffs no no no, 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 no everyone no. talks about how Terry's the best singer i want to hear b mike's choir b voice. mike's live <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Terry for that yeah. banger of a song yeah i like that yeah yeah so college you had to get your accreditation you had to earn enough yeah, credits yeah. to get there to be eligible for college bowl well yeah so um okay senior year high, end, end of senior year of high school i started a shoe business where i started painting shoes i saw a photoshopped pair of kicks so i told you earlier i'm a sneakerhead so i saw a pair of photo it was like a photoshopped like galaxy print on some shoes and i was like i bet i could paint that and so like i went on i had actually went to ross you guys don't know ross but it's like um they, they, they basically sell it's not a thrift store but basically when like when like stores don't sell clothes they like Sell, sell them to Ross at like a really discounted price. So I went in there one time and found a pair of LeBrons for like 30 bucks. And I was like, what are these doing in here? Like these are r- like rare shoes. They're LeBron 9 PS South Beaches, like a sick shoe. So I wore them for about a PS month. PS South Beaches. Yeah, yeah sick. Yeah. All the sneakerheads out there are like, oh, that's a tight shoe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I like wore them for a month and I was like, oh man, I should probably sell them, whatever. I didn't, I was in high school. I didn't have any money. So I, I put them on eBay and I sold them for like, 400 bucks so i made like that was that red yes literally and i had they were worn like they weren't um you know they weren't even like brand new out of the box or anything 400 bucks 
And, and for a sneakerhead, if you if you if they're worn at all and they don't have a box, that takes the value down so much. So imagine if I had the box and they weren't worn. They would have been like I could have made like six hundred bucks on the pair of shoes. Damn. So anyway, I, I flipped it, and with that money I had, I bought a few pairs of shoes, and then I bought the special like shoe paint. It was like a special acrylic, and then I started just painting shoes. I did a couple of pairs and I wore them around to, to like the end. It was like my end of my senior year. I just wore them to school and people were like, those are sick. Like I need a pair of those. I did like a Hawaiian print. People were like, can I do a pair? Like, can I get a pair? And I was How like, How are you yeah, doing sure. the work? I was hand painting it. Hand painting it with what? Brushes. Yeah, I figured brushes. I mean, what were you? What kind of paint were you using to get this oh, stain? Like an acrylic. <laughs> brushes, yo. Well, people airbrush. Lightning, so airbrush. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get some lightning on you. Yeah. Oh, it's finger painting. No, so I was. Uh, it's like a special. It's called Angelus. Is like one of the most popular brands, and it's an acrylic shoe paint that's really durable and can and is flexible. Yeah. So that's what I was using. But then the Roshi runs. Remember those? Those were yeah, those yeah. were like the hottest thing. And so I did a pair of Roshi runs, and I put them on Etsy because I did it for my, like my buddy, and I put them on Etsy. And like I woke up like the uh, the next day, and I had like two orders, and I was like, on what? Etsy. Literally. And yeah. so. So I was working on basically my mom's office, and it turned into my office for that summer. And I and my mom, my dad made me get a retail job at his store, and it was paying like seven fifty an hour after taxes, and it was miserable. And that I had is a, miserable. My manager was really tough, and I was finally I literally had I would remember I was sitting at the the kitchen table. And he was, no, I was sitting at the island right next to the sink and he was doing dishes. My dad was doing dishes and I got a sale on my phone and my phone would go cha-ching every time I got a sale. And that was like an instant, like 200 bucks basically. Um, I had a really good markup. And so I showed him and I was like, check it out. I just got a sale. Literally while I was holding my phone up, cha-ching, got another one for the same exact shoe. I just sold two shoes. I just made like 400 bucks right there. And I was like, that's more than I make in three weeks at Universal. Can I, can I please quit that job? Oh, wow. And um, yeah, then I just had a full-on shoe business that I was I was running out of my college dorm room and out of my mom's office during the summer. You were painting shoes. And I was painting shoes and I was like adhering, I was like gluing fabric onto shoes. And I was doing this all in wow. my, yeah, and I, and I had a full-on business. I have stacks of boxes and then that's all I did. And then I was like, I'm not, I'm going to play basketball. I'm going to paint shoes and I'm not, I'm not working any retail job during the summer. So is that something you do again after ball, realistically? Going to shoot on? Oh gosh. I thought about that a lot in college. I was like, maybe I could like be a footwear designer for Nike or whatever. But those people are so good at literally just drawing like mock-ups. Like they can draw like a hundred pairs of shoes in an hour, just like quick sketches. And I'm not very talented at that. I'm really good at color scheming, at designs, like um, that type of thing. Like I can, I can make a style. Like, but it, it takes me a while. Like I can't just throw it together, you know. So, when did you start vlogging? When did you first decide you're gonna vlog? I made this. I made the decision that I was like gonna start a youtube channel probably oh, i don't know december this year oh that was last year yeah right okay but i was in perth and i was like i don't have a camera yet so i went out and bought a new camera i bought all the equipment but then i was like i don't know what i'm gonna video like what am i gonna make videos on like i was gonna make originally make videos on like sneaker reviews and sneaker unboxings i'm a huge sneakerhead. but then i was like no nah, that's that's too much work I don't how many sneakers do, do you own oh no 
phrase that again. How many sneakers have you bought? Have I bought? Yeah. I don't know. I have like probably, I think I have 20 pairs here in Tasmania, but I have probably 30 back home. And See. they're all like, they're all like Jordans or like retros or, and they're all like good quality. Like I'm not just talking like 30 like runners. Or Top trainers. three sneakers you've ever bought. That I've ever bought. Um, Jordan 12s. Uh, that's tough. Uh, I got to say my, my Jordan 4 uh, Platinums. I, I love the all-white colorway. That's so so clean. And I, some Jordan 1s. I bought a few pairs of Jordan 1s. I'd say that's... A few pairs of Jordan 1s. Yeah, those are my favorite models. I also like the Jordan 3s. So, I yeah. don't know. It's That's too hard of a question. I, there, I have, Yeah, that's too hard of a question. Well, here's the thing. My dad works at a sporting goods... Uh, he works for a sporting goods company. So, he does team sales. So, he sells... Helmets, jerseys, bats, jock straps, like anything a team could possibly need. And he sells that all throughout uh, Montana. And my uncle is, um, I think his job title is like head of Nike NBA. So he's like as high as you get at Nike. So those guys. Nike NBA as well, which is, for those who don't know, quite a small brand. Not sure you've ever heard of <laughs> Nike NBA. Those two titles. Whipping in there, yep. So those two Gone. just... I've gotten a lot of gifts and I've been hooked up with, um, a lot by those guys. That's sweet. Yeah. That's a nice little connection to have, for yeah. sure. I, when I graduated and I signed my first pro pro deal, yeah. I had I drove back to Montana for a couple of days before I flew out and I saw on my front, my front door this huge box. My mom's an interior decorator and so she always is getting boxes. So I just like brought it inside, not even thinking about it. How big was it? Was it Jordan Vandenberg big? It was Jordan Vandenberg. No, it wasn't quite, but it was a huge box, like yeah. huge. Like you would have thought, like a rug would be in there or something. If you had to guess what was in it, you would have said rug. I would have thought like rug or like you like build a desk or something. Like it was something you would have to so put it was together. Like flat pack almost. It was like, huge. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, I went and sat back down on the couch, and I look over, and I'm like, wait, that's Nike tape because it's got that like distinct like white and clear like stripe yeah. i was like all right i gotta go check that out and it says brian michaels i'm like what is this you didn't even look oh I didn't even look no i just oh. brought it down not even Sneak thinking ahead brian michaels and then it's gotta be the shoes yeah. cut, cut it open I'm like i didn't order anything maybe my parents ordered i don't know and it it was literally like i think it was six pairs of shoes um a pair of slides a backpack and then like nike tech fleet like it was like so much i i it was like probably like a couple, few grand of worth of, of nike, nike stuff yeah <laughs> it was unreal just for a graduation and and congrats wow. on a first signing can we talk about something for a second bosnian beast right yeah. Nurkic breaks his leg mm. That's a thick leg. Like that's a that's not that's not a skinny. Even without a ref tripping over it directly after as well. Oh, that was sad. Oh. That's not a skinny. That's not a skinny like. It's not bone. a Craig Muller leg. Right. That's that's some thick. That's girth. <laughs> 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 that is. So I'll tell you, the reason I like wanted to bring this up is because my import point guard with Lakeside, my first team, um, his name's Jack, and he was an absolute bucket. And uh, this was one of the most traumatic things I've ever, I've ever happened. I've had some like anxiety with it. Is I got a rebound, <clears throat> I took a dribble up the court, 
kick it up the right wing on a fast break. The right wing that I just passed it to passes to Jack. Jack takes one dribble, goes up for a left-hand layup, and gets absolutely taken out. And it was a hard foul, but, you know, you want to say he was going for the ball. I don't know. It's hard to say. But he lands on his left leg, and his left leg basically explodes dislocates his ankle, breaks both his fibia and tibia. He's fa- it's His leg is facing the wrong way, and he's screaming like bloody murder. And I, like, literally 10 feet from him, I saw the whole thing. I saw his ankle displace. And it was one of the most traumatic things I've ever witnessed. Guys, literally guys on my bench passed out. Wow. Our assistant coach threw up. <laughs> wow. And the crazy thing was, about that was we called the ambulance ambulance took 45 minutes to get there so he's on the court for 45 minutes rolling around because it wasn't a it wasn't a life-threatening injury never happened to me what's the worst injury you've had is this recent one yeah, well, that was that was probably the worst one of the, yeah that was the longest one, but that that wasn't the most painful one. Um, I I broke my forearm. That's a that's an interesting story if you yeah, want if you want to hear that. Yeah, go on. So I played <clears throat> I played American football growing up. Yep. Um, you guys call it gridiron? Oh, some people do. Got to pe- stop calling it. Most that. people just call it. You know <laughs> what they call, call it? Don't call it gridiron. They call it NFL. <laughs> they just call it NFL. Yeah. It's a broad, you know. <laughs> It's a weird broad thing to say for an entire sport. You know? Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I played NFL growing up, and uh, uh, I was a tight end. And so I was like a bigger receiver. So I have like, from my basketball, I'm a... Uh, so you grew early. Nah, I was I was average. But I was... I, my dad's 6'9", so I'm physically, I'm bigger, I'm broader, um, especially with pads on. I was like fairly big, but I was quick. Like I can quick kind of in like relative terms mm. um but i still had hands i could still run routes and stuff so i was a tight end and uh we ran this play was is a, a, a screen play so essentially i was going to catch the ball and our offensive line was going to let the defense go have a free run at the quarterback but as soon as they got to the quarterback he was going to throw it to me and then i'd have like six blockers out in front and so i was going to have a full field with blockers you just let them all through the wall and yes. then the walls moved up in the mall, the mall moved up perfect, perfect, perfect way to put it. So I, I get the ball and I run about fifty yards, which is like half the field. And our coach is like, "All right, let's run it, run it back, same play, get twenty yards." And then they're like, "Let's get this guy in the end zone. We're in the red zone. Like, let's score here." So they run the th- the same play three times in a row. By the third time, I catch it. I look up. My offensive line is nowhere to be to be seen. For all I know, Thanos. For all I know, Thanos snapped them off the earth. <laughs> they were gone. <laughs> Because I had eleven dudes dogpile on top of me. That's how many that are on a football team on a football field. I had them dogpile, and my arm was pinned on the ground, and all the pressure of all the weight, just my arm just snapped. Oof. And I'm laying on the field, squeezing the football, and my arm is in a complete ninety degree angle outwards, and my no bone is left. My, like it's all in my skin, but it's at a perfect ninety degrees, just it's looking just the other way. Yep, yep. It's Clean. The snap. There Clean break. Yep. Um, my my trainer runs on the field, throws a towel over my arm, tries to not let anyone look at it. It's really gross, and they're like, "All right, this that's a good hurt. bit of training, by the way, for your trainer." Yes. First thing you do is cover it up. Don't want you don't want people seeing don't that. Want people seeing it. No, no. So anyway, your she, horror. Oh yeah. gosh, she's like, "All right, this is gonna hurt a little bit." I'm like, "How much is this gonna hurt?" She's like, "A lot." <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna one, hurt. two, three, pull, and they didn't do it like. It was it was bad. They should have had like the air cast, whatever that like properly straightens it. So basically, my arm was like a full on like 
broken rubbery looking arm it was nasty it had a big wave in it they got the golf cart though and i'm holding it and i sit in the in the in the passenger seat my mom my parents had come down to the field by this point because they were like oh this is serious my mom gets in the back of the golf cart like kind of peeks over and passes out as they're driving across the field to get me off and she's falling out of the golf cart and people are yelling Rhonda Rhonda and she like barely comes back to life grabs the edge of the seat and pulls herself back up only to be like pure white as a ghost like um oh man yeah that was like and so my dad was like oh great now I have to deal with your mom like he was like so, he was like so get they get us in the truck and take us to the hospital. And this is, an, this is a road game. And we're playing in um, Polson, Montana, which is on an Indian reservation. So the hospital's only like two blocks away. We get there, get in a hospital bed. I am literally still in my pads and cleats. And I'm holding my arm. My arm looks like it's just been mutilated. And Jelly. the doctor comes in and grabs my arm while I'm in pads and grabs it. And it's just like, oh, yeah. And she's like moving it, like wiggling it around, like being really aggressive with it. And she's like, oh, we might have to see if it's broken. Like, get x-rays to make sure. Da, da, da. And my dad's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, stop. It's clearly broken. Like, you, like, he, can you see how much pain he's in? Get x-rays. They're like, okay, <laughs> Don't yeah. Don't need to laugh, but honestly, it's, it's It wild. is funny. It's it is ridiculous. funny. Looking back, it's hilarious. She goes, oh, yeah, uh, it's really broken. Like, I'm really sorry I did that. Like, we, we are on an Indian we reservation. We made it far worse. Sorry. Yeah, we yeah. made it worse. Um, we're on an Indian reservation, and people will fake injuries all the time so that they can get medicine, codeine, oxys, that type of thing. Yeah. So they have to like kind of, you know, push you a little bit to see if you really are hurt. Oh, wow. Um, so basically they tried to set it, couldn't set it. I drove back, slept the night with a broken arm, and then had surgery the next morning. Um, two plates, uh, a bunch of pins. How does it affect you now? Um, it's sore. Like whenever I get hit, it's really painful. And then I can't, I can't do, um, bench press properly and I can't rotate my wrist properly. So, um, yeah, lifting, there's a few lifts that, that I have to like not go as heavy on. Yeah. But besides that, fine. Wow. Yeah. We just had to push you a little bit. I know. To make sure you were actually actually injured your arm, which is wavy <laughs> i believe you use the term wavy just to make sure your wavy arm was injured yeah, yeah. zach levine's a bucket i'll tell you that he's good I, I got a cool story for you about zach levine he his one of his best friends is named suki wiggs and he played Suki Wiggs played Division One, but I don't know if he had grade issues or what. But he actually transferred to Alaska Anchorage, which is in my conference D two. He was a bucket, he averaged like twenty seven a game, and then went to the went to the G League NBA G League. And since they were like boys, Levine hooks him up like he just throws him money. And apparently, when Levine won the dunk contest, you get like a two hundred gram bonus, and he just gave it to Suki, just on the spot. <laughs> there you go. I'm like this dude's living. be all she wrote from your boy be like mike brian michaels it's got to be the shoes make sure you join us next week when we catch up with the beast beast mode billups the one and only 
Peace.